people need to know that they can do whatever it is they need to do, regardless of the obstacles that are in their way. And there will be obstacles. No matter what you're working on, there will be obstacles. I only have a two-year degree, but I took that two-year degree and I made a lifetime of, of being a writer. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Tom Pfeiffer of Consistent Voice Communications. Tom, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you, Gresham. It's great to be here. Yes, yeah, super excited to have you on. And of course, before we jump into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Tom so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Tom is a 35-plus year professional writer and editor. He published his first book on speech writing in 2016, his second book, which he provides writers of all skill sets with tools to write more clearly, concisely, and consistently will be published by Greenleaf Book Group. He now helps entrepreneurs to stand out among their competitors, develop instant credibility with their clients, and increase their earning potential by identifying their niche in writing and publishing a book. Tom, super excited to have you on the show again. Are you ready to speak to the IMCL community? I am. Let's get it going. Let's make it happen then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Well, I think if you're a creative person, you always want to work for yourself. And I've been a writer and editor. Well, I've been a writer all my life. I'm carrying a pad and pencil in my pocket since I was seven years old. And uh, unfortunately, I was a late bloomer as far as getting into professional writing uh, part of my life. And I had to work for somebody else to raise my twin daughters. And uh, I was a newspaper reporter for 15 years, an editor. And then I worked on Capitol Hill for 15 years uh, for a congressman from Southern California. And when he retired in 2013, I decided it was time to hang out my shingle because my girls were grown by then and I had the opportunity. So I did. Nice. Well, I definitely appreciate kind of hearing your, your journey and the steps that you took and, you know, why you do, you know, everything that you've been doing. And I almost wonder if, um, and especially I imagine with that, uh, that background with the, the newspaper, especially, it probably sets you right up for everything that you've been able to kind of do and work with your clients now. Oh, absolutely. It was a, uh, it was a journey of, uh, of fits and starts. And my first story that I wrote for the newspaper, the Copy editor crumpled up my paper and threw it in my forehead and said, rewrite this crap. I can't turn that into the proofreader. And uh, I grew from there. So, yeah, it's, it's funny. Like a lot of those things that you kind of go through sometimes make you stronger. Um, I remember having a similar experience when I wrote my first paper in college and it would look like it was written in red ink. <laughs> and as sometimes those things will make you stronger. And, and it sounds like you kind of hit the ground running from there. I did. I, uh, you know, I've, I've made all the mistakes you can make in writing and editing, and I use that to teach others how to avoid them and how to, uh, how to be a better, stronger writer. 
That makes so much sense. And I don't know if you heard the quote where uh, you can see a lot further by standing on the shoulders of giants and, and, and you being able to kind of accrue all that experience and that knowledge and expertise, I could definitely, you know, see how that could uh, positively impact the clients that you work with. So um, I know I touched on a little bit when I read your bio and you did as well, too. Could you take us through a little bit more on what that looks like and how you serve the clients you work with? Sure. I, uh, right now I'm on a mission to get entrepreneurs, get, gain an edge over their competitors raise their credibility with the clients and greatly increase their earning potential by putting author into authority. And you do that by writing a book. You find your niche, you figure out what time you can set aside each day to write, and you start writing. The number one secret to writing is to write. So uh, you just have to find the time every day and make it a habit so that you can write every day. My first book took me two years to write uh, never got it published because my daughter contracted cancer right around the time I finished it. And it was a timely book. It was on animal terrorists. It was uh, right after 9-11 that I wrote the book. So it never got published. But then it set me up for when I was able to write my first book and my second book so that, uh, so that I had the habits down. Because I used to write 15 minutes every day before I went into work in the congressional office. And that's how I got started. And that makes so much sense. Obviously, sorry to hear, you know, about your daughter. Um, and um, but, you know, you being able to kind of develop those habits, I think, you know, anytime you look at somebody, whenever they finish a book or any type of success, usually it's made up of those, you know, those small steps, those small things that are done on a consistent basis that leads up to a finished book or, you know, a, a marathon or a business or whatever it is. We sometimes don't see the behind the scenes, but I love how, you know, you dedicate that 15 minutes. And, and often they say, like, once you do something the first time or you reach that milestone, it becomes easier and easier, easier to do the next one and the one after that and the one after that. Absolutely. Uh, a couple of things I want to clear up. I'm not a giant. I'm only 5'4". <laughs> and uh, I forget what the other one was. There you go. Well, you're a giant to somebody, so you, you never know. It's Everything's all perspective and all relational. So, you know, you, you definitely could be saying, looking down on people as well, too. <laughs> No, I don't look down on anybody. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You're better than that. I, I know you're better than that. I know you see a long time. I know you're better than that. <laughs> well, my dad always said there's not a man on this earth that not a man on this earth that doesn't put his pants on one leg at a time. So there's nobody in this world that's better or worse than I am. They yeah. just have a different story. Yeah. We all have a story to tell. Absolutely. And that's why I appreciate the work that you do, because I think so many times, you know, we don't get that opportunity to tell a story. We don't get the opportunity to, to be heard. And I think everybody wants to be valued. They want to be appreciated. So the work that you do and, you know, everything that you're about is all about, you know, making sure that people have that opportunity to talk about their expertise, their knowledge, get their story out there, because it's, it's so important that those stories, the expertise and knowledge that we have kind of live, you know, so strongly, you know, amongst, you know, the people that are around us as well. Absolutely. Mark awesome. Brown says everybody has a story and there's somebody out there that needs to hear it. Yeah. The other thing I wanted, the other thing I wanted to clear up is my daughter's fine now. That's good. Uh, I have a tool that I give to them. Um, it's a uh, spreadsheet, basically, in which you lay out your time and that you're working, the day of the week that you're working, so that you can find your best time to write. And the reason you give a day of the week is because 
you don't want to write seven days a week because you'll get burned out. You know, it's just one of those things that you have to pace yourself with to figure out what time is best for you, whether it's 15 minutes, whether it's a half hour, whether it's an hour. Some people write best in the evening. There you go. So um, I want to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for yourself, the business or a combination of both. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Well, my unique solo proposition is me. I was raised in a hopelessly blue collar family. It's not something I'm ashamed of. In fact, I'm quite proud of it because we build your bridges and hang your wires and build your houses and everything else. But I was a writer and I always wanted to be a writer. And through some luck, some bad luck, some good luck, and a lot of perseverance, I made a living for 35 plus years as a professional writer. People need to know that they can do whatever it is they need to do, want to do, regardless of the obstacles that are in their way. And there will be obstacles. No matter what you're working on, there will be obstacles. Mine was not having the money to go to college. I only have a two-year degree, but I took that two-year degree and I made a lifetime of, of being a writer. And the reason I got that two-year degree was the bad luck was getting my head pinned between a bulldozer and truck, dump truck, cutting me right here down to my skull. I was wheeled into the emergency room and I heard one woman say, oh, that guy's not going to make it. But I did. And I took the settlement money, moved to California where college was $50 a semester and got my two-year degree. Started me off. I never wanted to be a journalist. In fact, I promised my aunt I would never be a journalist. Mark Twain was a journalist. Hemingway was a journalist. It's a good, uh, it's a good experience, good, good ground for learning to make deadlines, to think on your feet, write on your feet. It's a wonderful profession to, as a writer, to get to cut your teeth on, I guess, is what, what the phrase I'm looking for. So, yeah, that's me. If I could do it, anybody could do it. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit, and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book, or a habit that you have. But what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Getting up every morning, choosing what 12 hours I'm going to work in the day. You know, I put down Toastmasters as a CEO hack. I think if you're going to be on your own, you need people around you who are going to lift you up and and push you forward. And Toastmasters is a wonderful organization for that. Toastmasters is a mostly a speaking organization and a leadership organization. And there is no no animosity, no well they build you up. There's no such thing as a bad speech in Toastmasters. I remember my first speech was my icebreaker in twenty twelve and uh I froze. I got up there and my brain went blank halfway through the speech and I got a standing ovation made it a lot easier to get up the next time it's very supportive atmosphere and if you're going to be a CEO you need to be able to go out and speak and I'm going to lose the train right now <laughs> I want to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget so this is a little bit more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. Um, I like to say it might be something you would tell your favorite client or if you hopped into a time machine you might tell your younger business self don't give up. Thomas Edison quote, many of life's failures are people who do not realize how close they were to success when they gave up. My, uh, I almost gave up one time when uh, I had fallen on real hard times and uh, was going to sell my house and 
look for a job, and my wife told me, no, not going to let you. Next week, I got a multi-thousand dollar contract, was able to keep the house and pay the bills, and I almost gave up, but I was right there. Don't give up. It's my nugget. I love that nugget. I searched for it just for this interview. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you for doing the honor for us. So um, I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Tom, what does being a CEO mean to you? means choosing which 12 hours a day I get to work. Gives me freedom. Gives me the opportunity to do something that I can't do when I'm working for somebody else, which is to change the world the way I see the world should be changed. To give a little bit of myself back to life, to the community, to people in a way that is consistent with my morals and my obligations. I love that. I think um, so many times, like the, I just got a visual of, um, I always usually say a paintbrush, but even sometimes being uh, with a pencil or a pen and um, you have the agency, you have the opportunity to kind of create, you know, the impact that you want to have in those 12 hours, as you said. And, and I think so many times we forget that we have the pencil or pen or paintbrush, whatever it is in our hands, and we get to kind of make that impact. So I love, you know, obviously the work that you do. And I love that definition just because we're so often saying, we don't have anything in our hands. We don't have that opportunity to do that, but it may not be the same pencil, may not be the same pen as somebody else, but we might have something that we can kind of lean into to kind of create that impact in the way that we ultimately see fit in the way that we ultimately want to happen. I think you just explained it perfectly. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So there we go. I, I listen, listen very well. So Tom, Truly appreciate that uh, definition. And of course, I appreciate your time even more. So what I wanted to do now was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people could get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. And of course, get a copy of your book. Well, my new book won't be coming out till next year. Unfortunately, this, uh, this will air right after I start my six-month program for entrepreneurs on book writing in which I, I spend a lot of time with uh, 15 dedicated entrepreneurs who are dedicated to writing their book and uh, go through the processes of writing a book and all the elements you need to be a good writer. But I also do this one-on-one. -on -one. So if, if uh, people want to get in touch with me um, between these six-month sessions, which I only offer once a year, they can... Go to connectwithtom.com, choose the 30-minute consultation, free consultation tab, and make an appointment, and we'll discuss whether we're a good fit or not, because I only work with those who are committed to, to, uh, to the process and, and making the progress that they need to do, become a better writer, become a better editor, become a better person, become a better entrepreneur. Do you typically have information um, about your um, your each six months on the site as well too on Connect yes. with Tom? Okay. Your uh, yourconsistentvoice.com is my main site in which you I have videos and and uh, downloads, free downloads, stylebook, and the one that I was talking about earlier, the uh, the timesheet for keeping yourself uh, writing. We're all there, so yourconsistentvoice.com, one-stop shop.
There you go. It's just like Walmart. There you go. So we will have Walmart for writing. I'll say that. So we will have the links and information in the show notes so that everybody can follow up with you. Thank you so much, my friend. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you, sir. Appreciate your time and your efforts and everything you do for the community too. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.